Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks. We are so excited. Let me tell you what's going on here. So literally we've been doing podcasts. We've done 95 podcasts and we've done them long distance on the telephone uh, and from different places. I think Stephanie's actually been in a couple states while we've done these podcasts. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been here in uh, South Carolina or in another state. I've done them in another state. But to make a long story short, I am sitting three and a half or four feet from Stephanie Wesco. Stephanie, how are you today? I'm finer than frog hair. See, there we go. See, the whole attitude changes when you can look at each other, when you're <laughs> in that position. So uh, Stephanie and her, her two daughters, uh, her lovely daughters, uh, uh, came out here and they drove out with our dear friend Liberty. And uh, so Stephanie, Liberty, and Steffi, and uh, little Emmeline came out to visit. I had foot surgery a week ago Friday, and uh, God is blessing, but Stephanie's the kind of person that came out to help Debbie and I, and so we're so excited. Debbie and I have been smiling since they got here last night, and we were able to go to church together today and just have a great time, but we're certainly hopeful that uh, we're catching you or finding you at a good time um, to talk about this podcast and continue on. We're in the book of Philippians, and you'll remember perhaps the hottest, the hardest, and again, that whole New England thing, Stephanie. It sneaks uh, up. It's real, man. It is real. And, uh, but anyway, perhaps the hardest part of any podcast we've done so far has been um, the last verse, which was uh, Philippians 121, and, and uh, talking about how that was Charles' verse. And Stephanie wrote a book uh, entitled For Me to Live as Christ, uh, I'm sorry, To Die as Gain, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Find an Abundant Life in Death. And uh, this has been a verse, the last sermon Charles preached. Uh, I mean, this is a verse that I think anybody who's a Christian that's willing to serve God, uh, this has got to be part of the verse, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. I, I just got to believe yeah. that 121 is a big deal mm-hmm. with people. It's uh, uh, it's knowing that, you know, that that I'm willing to sacrifice anything. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's nothing that's not on the table with that verse. Yeah. There's nothing that's not uh, that a Christian is not willing to do if that verse is part of their life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that verse kind of says everything right there. For me to live is Christ. And, you know, I think that people should live a life that's Christ, you know. Yeah. And, and I think after finishing that last one in the conversation we had, and we don't want to belabor that, but there's, I, I don't think there's any hyperbole, any exaggeration from the apostle here. I think this is real. This is the way he lived his life. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had been shipwrecked. He had been beaten. He had been prisoned. I mean, this is a prison epistle. Uh, this is the kind of life that, uh, you know, he's not he's not preaching something that he's not willing to practice here. I mean, this is real. He's saying, you know, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Well, I want to go on tonight, and, and uh, Stephanie and I are pretty excited about going to verse 24. But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor, yet what I shall choose I wot not. Then it says, for I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart, to be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to abide in flesh is more needful for you. There's so much going on there, Stephanie. You know, you look at this and, and you say to yourself, um, wow, 
you know, he's saying for me to live in the flesh is, is labor for God. And, and, and you know what? Labor for you and to help people. There, if you look at those three verses collectively, there's a few things going mm -hmm. on. It's saying for me to live is about serving you. And I, I think that's what the apostle saying there. He says, you know, for me to live, it's about serving others in the flesh. And, and you know, the fruit of my labor is, uh, is you guys and what I can do with you. And the fruit of Stephanie and my labor right now is you folks who are listening to our words, who we minister to through the ministry, who we go through. And it says, I am in, uh, I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart, to be with Christ, which is far better. And he's saying heaven is so much better. Mm -hmm. Isn't that comforting to you, Stephanie? It is. Knowing that someday when we cross that river, and those who we loved, uh, not only Charles, but those who we loved who went on before us, we could mm -hmm. name our grandparents, our parents. You know, both my parents are in heaven, and my stepfather who raised me is in heaven. And, um, and it goes on and it says, for I'm stuck between these two things. Uh, I'm stuck between, you know, wanting to serve God, uh, but it's so much better if I go to heaven, so I'm not going to sweat it. I think that's what the apostles say in there. Saying, nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. So as we look at this and as we talk about this today, there's a lot of things that come to my mind. And I, and I want to remind you today, I came across this kind of by era. So I was telling Stephanie, we were in looking up things. We actually had the ability today. <laughs> we're both kind of laughing. We had, had the ability. So for the last uh, hour and a half or so, we were able to look at a couple podcasts and put some things together. You know, church has been over for a couple hours and we decided to do a few tonight time is of the essence and uh, but as we were looking at this and as we were going through this and, and talking about the different things we we had this great opportunity to sit down and you know the kids visited us a couple times and Debbie and but to sit here and look at this and, and think about this idea of being a living sacrifice or living sacrifices needed in this 96th podcast living sacrifices are needed and so, so brethren, let me tell you, if you're a living sacrifice, if you've done what we talked about there in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, so many times, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. And I think that's what he's talking about there. Mm -hmm. And we talked about two and be not conformed, but one says, which is your reasonable service or the least you can do. And two, telling us not to conform to the world. And we live in a world right now that's just upside down. And, uh, and we were at our church today and we were there and the pastor spoke on in both messages today, the morning message and the evening message. He spoke about how the world is adamantly opposed to God's word, how they look at things from, you know, wanting to look at things from a critical review or critical. And there's a lot of things, folks, I'm not going to minimize anything that's going on in the world today. There's a pandemic going on. There's a racial thing going on. That's just terrible. It, it, it's just terrible that the things that our world is facing today but I know the one that can fix all these things. Mm -hmm. We serve the one that can fix these things and we need him to fix them. Mm -hmm. We need him to fix them more than any. So I came across this story by mistake. And so I was looking, so I was in John Phillips commentary uh, of the whole Bible. And I was in uh, some, for some reason I picked up uh, Philemon in Colossians instead of, Philippians. <laughs> instead of Philippians. <laughs> so I'm reading this great story about God doesn't move. And, it, and it's really, I think it's pertinent to what's going on. So this guy, Fred and his wife, Laura are driving down the road. And as they drive down the road, they've been married for some years. And let's just say for the sake of argument, 20 years. And they're driving down the road and coming by them as a young couple, they knew who were caught. And, and they, they could see into the car as they slowly passed them that these two were holding hands and, you know, smiling at one another and stuff. And, 
And old Laura looked at Fred and said, Fred, do you remember when we were caught? And Fred said, yep. And she said, do you remember how we used to hold hands and uh, sit next to each other in the car and smile at each other? And Fred said, yep. And she said, why don't we do that anymore? And Fred said, I haven't moved. And I was thinking, I want to tell you something today, folks. Uh, God hasn't moved. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even though we're going through these tough times, even though we're looking and we're facing things we haven't faced before, what Paul's saying is, listen, we got a job to do here on earth. Yeah. There's a labor we got to do. So, again, thrilled to have Stephanie right here and have her with us. So, Stephanie, I want to pass this over to you and talking about just every crazy thing going on in the world right now. And, and uh, um, what comes to your mind when you think about this? Well, obviously, the Philippians 121, when we look at the whole premise for the following verses, um, Paul says, you know, living as Christ, going to be with him is even better. Wow. But then in 22, he says, but if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. In other words, living for Christ, that's that's the fruit of my labor. And yet, you know, he, he was having a hard time deciding which in his mind was better. And, you know, he had that desire to be with Christ, which he knew, you know, eternity with Christ is better than anything we can even imagine. And yet he knew God had work for him to do. Yeah. And I think that's what stands out to me with this is, um, you know, as you and I were talking ahead, I was looking at Elizabeth Elliot and her life. And, you know, she had that choice when her husband was killed and he had the same mindset um, of, you know, living for Christ was his life. And yet dying, he considered to be gain in, in God's will for Jim Elliot, for Charles, that was death. And yet Elizabeth Elliot, um, I was reading one of her quotes that just really stuck out to me in relation to the concept of God has us here for a purpose. And God, Paul knew that God had him still on earth for a specific purpose. And Elizabeth Elliot said, This job has been given me to do, therefore it is a gift. Therefore it is a privilege. Therefore it is an offering I may make to God. Therefore, it is to be done gladly if it is done for him. Here, not somewhere else, I may learn God's way. In this job, not in some other, God looks for faithfulness. And just that mindset of every job God gives us to do when we're living for Christ, when our life is about Christ, of putting ourselves wholeheartedly into making a difference. Yeah. And I think that's where Paul was. And... um knowing that everything he did in his life was about Christ and that does involve being a living sacrifice it does involve you know laying aside your plans your dreams your desires whatever and um waiting on the Lord serving him faithfully keep looking unto Jesus laying aside and the whole Bible interrelates but I think too here Stephanie you know what's you know what's tough about this and I, I love where you're going but Folks listening to this, for the most part, are, in a lot of cases, they've been through some junk yeah. or they're helping people through junk or, uh, you know, life is at a hard place for a mm -hmm. lot of them right now. And here we are, and this gives us a place where we can say, listen, uh, God used the Apostle Paul, inspired yeah. him to write a big hunk of the Bible. Uh, and here's a prison epistle where he's been in jail. He's going yeah. through junk and he's dealing with all these things. And the, the dichotomy here is real yeah 
you know, I'm going through, I, you know, he's handcuffed and shackled to a dude right now. Yeah. Well, he's writing these words, passing them out the window, probably to Timotheus, you know, Timothy. And, yeah. and, and, you know, we're reading this. And so, I mean, when you read that and you've been through all the junk you've been through, how do you swallow this idea? How do, how do you get to the point where it's like, uh, how do I put this, how do I make this work in my life? How's it become practical? Yeah. Well, I think um, it, you can't make it practical if you haven't made 20 and 21 your foundation. Yeah. If you don't want it, you know, Paul said in 20, um, in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, and also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. Hmm. And where the premise for life, no matter what you've been through, has to stay, I want Christ magnified. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I, I think the great answer there is this isn't something that you just come up with. This isn't going to evolve. No. You know, this isn't going to be um, something where you just, oh, this is how I'm going to live my life today. You know, if you haven't been making that foundation. Yeah. Um, and it's a surrender thing. And it's, you know, you and I were talking about the surrender subject. Yeah. I think it's a daily surrender. Well, um, and it's like like Pastor said this morning, though. You know, it's just a, uh, you know, this isn't something that comes out of a bubble. Yeah. This is, you know, like t in tonight's sermon, the, the mention was, you know, list somebody or write yep. down somebody who's been a spiritual father or your father, mm -hmm. who's fathered you in your life and made a difference. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people can probably write down more than one person. They've been fortunate enough uh, you yeah. know, Pastor Coles at Good News was very much a father figure to me. Mm -hmm. And my stepfather was obviously the strongest father figure and was my father, uh, the strongest father figure in my life. In my life, But you're looking at this and you're realizing that we don't see a father in Paul's life here other than God. Mm -hmm. We don't see his family are these dear people he loved yep. and cared for, mm -hmm. are these people that he's going through the junk with. Mm-hmm. So I guess as we're talking today, we need to go back to the reality. And there is a reality here. And that reality is we need to go make a decision mm -hmm. what we're going to be in life. Yeah. You know, are we gonna, is our flesh going to be about serving God? Mm -hmm. And are we going to live a life that looks like that? Yeah, and I think that's, um, you know, I'm very thankful at a young, when I was a teenager, the Lord brought me to that point of surrender, um, of saying, okay, God, I'm going to do whatever. And that's a hard, that was a hard pill to swallow Yeah. At the end of 2018. And yet I still don't regret it because yeah. seeing what God's done since then. And, but it's what all do you got at that point? <laughs> well, like, to, so, so just to catch you guys up, I know it's hard to explain kind of how things kind of evolve in church and stuff with you guys not actually seeing it. But Stephanie was able to meet a lady who's widowed like Stephanie or she lost her dear husband. Um, and at a young age, like you, children like you, I mean, a lot of things in similar that are similar, mm -hmm. but because you surrender to the ministry, here you guys are old friends, though you've never met, mm -hmm. taking a picture, showing up on Facebook, those types of yeah. things, but you don't get there. Yeah. You know, you don't get from A to B unless there's a lot of God in the middle. Yeah. Well, that's where the, the whole essence of, I think when you've been through junk, God gets to become real to you in a whole new way. Yeah. Um, because it's very easy if life's all about smooth sailing for God to be someone who's there 
but someone who's not your all in all. And the only way you will make it through trauma, through abuse, through anything and have any faith in God is for him to be your everything. Yeah. And where you have come to that point of surrender and you think of all Paul went through in ministry and he just he was all in. It was and real. Christ was yes, he really was his life. And um So you get to that point where he says, uh, I'm in a strait. Yeah. It's a hard I'm hard betwixt, decision. I'm between two things. And those of you listening today may say, you know, how in the world does somebody get to the point where they're saying it would be better to die right now, but they're not saying suicide. I think the most important thing we can say mm-hmm. right here yeah. is the Apostle Paul didn't want to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, and neither should you. You know, that's right. God's uh, that's God's job. Mm-hmm. But he's saying, I'm stuck between these two things. I have a desire to be with Christ. And, and then he's going on and he says, which is far better. It's far better to be with Christ and to live and be in this ministry and to, to go through all this junk and to, uh, but then he goes on and he says, and this is the thing that's getting me, Stephanie is here in that last verse we're doing today. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. So how do you put somebody, you're raising eight kids. And I know we always go back to, and this is what we do on this podcast. If you haven't figured it out, I, I hit her with the tough questions that make her cry once in a while, <clears throat> but I usually don't pick on her when she cries. So unless she cries about something silly, which she never does. But anyway, we cry around here. We're criers. Okay. We, we've, <laughs> this is a crying podcast. So, uh, so how do you get to that place where you're, you want your life to be about God's plan for other people? And I know we've talked about that, but I mean, what's the number one thing? Say there's a lady listening to this right now, or a gentleman listening to this right now, a gentleman or a lady who just been through the fire. Life's upside down for them. Maybe the health's not great. Uh, and as I sit here, my foot's up on things. Stephanie's getting a look at a foot twice its size that got a four inch cut on it and 31 cuts made to the muscle on my foot to make it more flexible. But anyway, so we've been there. But Speaking how do you. trauma. Yeah, but what do you say to somebody? What's the, what's the number one thing? What's the number one thing? I'm saved. I'm I'm in church. I'm trying to do the best I can with my kids. I'm 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 going to work. I'm doing my job. The bills are getting paid. How do they get to? I'm willing to help you. It's more needful. How do they get to that place where it's more needful to help someone else? What's the one thing? You got to give that one thing. I know. That, <laughs> I probably should, you know, we're together and I'm still not giving her questions up front. (laughs) Well, the one thing is letting Jesus be your, your everything and where you make his life your life. And, you know, Jesus was willing to go through everything for people who didn't even love him. Yeah. Much less for people who did love him, you know. And um, I think it's a, it's a, really is a, Thing of letting the mind of Christ control you and, and it's not it has a, to happen through a walk with him yeah and it's not a daily thing it's like an hourly thing or second by second some or minute by minute there's there's hard times and, and and folks we're not downplaying any of this we're talking with you and we're talking to each other because we're figuring this out just like you are and and so I guess what we're saying to you is you know we're all in this together mm-hmm 
And the good news is God hasn't moved, just like yeah. old Fred and Laura. Fred hasn't moved in the seat. Um, God hasn't moved. Fred's probably moved a little bit. He could be reaching over there and uh, giving her some help moving over and stuff. But God is in the exact same place yeah. that he's always been in. He's in the exact same place where Paul is chained to a guard. Mm-hmm. He was in that exact same place where Paul is borrowing uh, some scribe stuff and passing things out the window mm -hmm. as God is. Can you imagine? I mean, an unsaved guard uh, yeah. from the kings, you know. Uh, can you imagine? How in the world are you that lucky to be chained to the Apostle Paul? I mean, I'd call that God ordained most likely. Oh, man, you want to <laughs> talk about some preachers. Hey, listen, uh, we consider it a great honor to be with you folks. We're moving in our 100th. And if probably by the time you hear this, if those of you keep up with Stephanie's public page, praying for Stephanie Wesco, we're going to do our 100th podcast probably a couple days from now live on the Internet. And But by the time you listen to this, it'll be out there. You can go to Praying for Stephanie Wesco and watch our 100th podcast. We just want to marvel at what God has done for us and see how God's Word has brought it all together because we sit back and look at what God has done and we're amazed just like you folks are. And we're honored uh, that God would choose us to be a little part of this. And so as we talk about this today, I think the most important thing to remember is somehow grasp God's Word and pray that we will and we'll pray that you will but somehow grasp that idea that as long as I'm living, I want to be fruitful. Yeah. And we talked about the living sacrifices being the name of this particular podcast. Uh, living sacrifices needed. And so how does a living sacrifice become a living sacrifice? They're just willing to put God in that number one place. Yeah. They just said, well, he's not going to be number two or number three. He's not coming after this in my life or after yeah. that. He's coming number one. So listen, folks, we sure do love you folks. Make sure you stop by and see us at our Facebook page, Helpful Wounded Spirits, or you just come by and, and uh, go to our personal pages, drop us a note. We're always amazed, uh, those of you we hear from. It's quite an honor. Listen, we got great things to talk about this week with the podcast. Tomorrow we're going to go ahead and we're going to continue on, which is furthering with joy and faith. It's something you don't want to miss. We'd be honored if you'd share this. May God bless you. We'll talk to you folks real soon. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.